I would just Dude, like I to I was comment. backstage when she fucking announced that shit. Okay, like, you were backstage. I wasn't watching it live because we don't have cable. So <laughs> you were like, OMG. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> and you said it. And I literally had just seen a TikTok. I literally fell to the floor in the bedroom. And I was like, oh my God. Blaine was in I bed co- next to me. I stayed. I remained on the floor for 15 minutes. <laughs> and I stayed there. <laughs> literally. I stayed there. Just collecting. <laughs> literally. I was like, Blaine was like, are you going to come to bed? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I could not type fast enough. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday after the Super Bowl. And we're recording this before, so we don't know what happened. But go Taylor. So go Taylor. Go Travis. Go Tavis. Go. <laughs> go, Tavis. go Usher. Go Usher, Go Usher, honestly. honestly. And is Justin Bieber going to come out? Who knows? He's in Las Vegas. He, well, ho- <laughs> hope so. Hope so. That's all I can say. Um, if he does, yay! I was so happy. If he does it, oh, I know. I'm really excited for the Usher concert, though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, well, not gonna lie. Yeah. Don't know why they have to play football around it, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then I'm just really excited to see the different clips of Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wonder if we, there will be 13 clips. You honestly should watch it on Nickelodeon because this is like the first year Nickelodeon is also airing the Super Bowl and it's like the kids version and apparently there's a Taylor Aww, Swift cam in the corner. so cute. <laughs> so really, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl party and be like, yeah, I know we're watching it like on CBS, but can we also watch it on Nickelodeon? Can we have another <laughs> TV on the Nickelodeon? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much because I would like my Taylor Swift cam. Thank you. That's Thank really you. adorable. That's a fun way to get the kids involved for did sure. You see this, did you see the Cetaphil commercial? That's like I have not seen it. So apparently it's like hinting at Taylor Swift. They're doing anything. Mm. They're doing everything but saying Taylor Swift and the mm-hmm. commercial. It's like this dad and his daughter. They're like the dad like loves football and like the daughter doesn't ever want to spend time with him or something. Mm-hmm. And like she's obsessed with her skincare, which is Cetaphil, which is like mm-hmm. a random fucking brand to be like obsessed I know. with. Yeah. And um he like gets her like like you hear in the background and there she is. And obviously it's like the announcer mm-hmm. alluding to Taylor. And then, like, he gets – she, like, has an interest. And then, like, the dad gets her, like, a jersey that says 13 on it. And, oh. he's, and he's wearing, like, <laughs> friendship bracelets. I'm like, y'all are doing everything but saying Taylor Swift, really. Yeah. Is that the commercial that the girl on TikTok was saying that they, like, stole her ideas from? So, yeah, that was the because, one. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, like, her and her stepdad, right? Yeah. And they yeah. were both wearing, like, little – those little, like, Peter uh, Thomas Roth, eye like, masks. under eye yeah. masks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was so, I was gonna deep dive into that whole debacle, but haven't had the moment, haven't had the time yet. But yeah, you had you had a performance yesterday. I did, I did. It was so much fun. Uh, first live show in like, I think I was saying it was like five or maybe even six years. So um, it was. Wait, really when was good. the last time you did a performance before that? Um, pro- honestly, probably with Ear Candy, the acapella group I was in in college. Mm-hmm. Um. Just me, myself, I think it was like my sophomore year of college. So like, it's been a long time. Yeah. I sang in a coffee shop. Does the gals know that you almost had a chance to do music with Luke Combs and (laughs) you didn't? Because I just learned this out the other day and called Hannah a fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually posted this on my TikTok and it went like, I think I got like 50,000 views or something, but... You know, the whole like my Roman Empire trend. Well, I was like, my Roman Empire is the fact that I met Luke Combs pre-fame at a bar. And after I finished singing, he came up to me and was like, hey, we should get together and play music sometime. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. And I like knew of him because like he played around town. He was so, locally famous at the But time. he was local. Yeah, he was like a local guy. And I was like, I don't even know who this person is. And he was with his friend Adam, who Adam does some music too. Um I'm an idiot. So yes. that, the moral of the story is if somebody you, approaches you, you, you didn't, she didn't fucking follow up with him. I and I'm like, not. I did not follow up. You had and an album like, coming out. We could have got a Luke Combs collab on it. Within the next year was when he like 
like got big. Like it was, it was wild. It was That's bizarre. when he dropped so. out and moved to Nashville. Yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was a mistake on my part. So mm-hmm. now anytime anybody is like, you want to do something? Yeah. Like follow me on Instagram. Like we'll get, we'll get together next time I'm in Nashville. Like I got into an Uber with a songwriter and he was like, yeah, next time you're in Nash, like, let me know and we'll write songs together. And he like writes for a publishing company. So I'm like, I need to follow through with these, uh, possible connections because that's how, that's how it happens. Like you have to yeah. know people. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Could have been you yeah. singing fast car on the Grammy Could stage. have been me, but it's fine. We'll get him one day. It's fine. Uh, I'll be like, listen, we have Appalachian in common. We met that one time that you don't remember, but I promise I didn't make it up because oh, trust I me. have witnesses. <laughs> Trust me. So for the gals that don't know, I went to the Grammys this past week. Yes. And I was hoping that he was going to win something and come backstage because I had the deep dive questions ready. So for anybody that's curious, so I got to go to the Grammys like as press. So I was backstage in the press room. So after the people like, win their awards, they go backstage, they take a photo, they can go do an interview um, with the press. They don't have to come in there. So don't get excited. I did not see Taylor Swift or and I did not see Miley Cyrus because if you know, you know, if I saw either one of them, everybody, I would have made it everybody's business, honestly. But no, so. I know I was bummed for you, but I kind of figured those two probably wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they don't need to, nor do they want to. I don't blame them. It's fine. I'm not bitter. Uh, I was just happy to honestly be there, get dressed up, and just yeah. be at the little Grammys. Literally, the thing I was most excited about was the Bryant booth by Bryant. Um, if you know, if you oh, know yeah. who Bryant is, he makes like a ton of different filters, like for Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And he has a photo booth. It's like this old 1960s photo booth. And probably the best photo booth. I have never liked photo booth photos of myself. They were so Oh my cute. God. But it's because there's a huge reflective piece of glass right in front of you. So you can see yourself oh. like perfectly. And it's not like a camera, like screen it. It's like an old piece of glass. And so you can just see yourself perfectly uh, and be able to pose for it. But no, the lighting and everything was immaculate. Like I've never liked photos of myself more, I think, than these photos that I took. I keep looking over to the side because it's like hanging. there. Yeah. They're over there. But, yeah. No, my mom and I were talking about how you literally looked faint. Like your picture at, of you at the Grammys is like one of the best photos number two is iconic and three you literally look like you belonged there so we were just like talking about it I was like she just looks like she belongs thank there thank you it's fine. so much um shout out to Kate. you're welcome and she was really glad that you went with the black dress <laughs> I think everybody was it was like it was perfect it, yeah. it was very classic and yes the neckline. I love that dress mm-hmm. yeah the dress it's Amanda Uprichard I got it on Revolve um in case anybody's curious mm-hmm. um shout out to Katie Williams for doing my hair that morning it so good she did my hair we did like an old Hollywood glam kind of look where she just tucked my bangs behind my ears and did like a soft wave in the back and honestly it was great because then I was so nervous I woke up at like 6 a.m and did my eye makeup because I knew that doing that would calm me down. And then I went to my hair appointment. But no, Katie was great. She kind of just gave me like a little motivational talk, like you belong there. Like it's okay. Like you were going to fit in so well. Like just follow, if you get confused, just follow someone else's lead. Find like, you know, the Hollywood Reporter, Vanity Fair, see what they're doing. You know, just mimic them. Like you, it's okay. And the whole time, like, she was texting me when she saw my photo. She's like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Like, you so, you so belong there. Like, you look like you fit right in. Um, and I was like, thanks. Uh, and it was great because I really learned a lot. Um, I mean, my coworker that was with me, none of us had done the press room before. Yeah. She had done red carpet events before. But the red carpet versus, like, press room, it's so different. And I just there was... A lot of people who, they were great that worked there. Like, they really wanted to get us answers. But there were just so many people that were back there working that I was like, I don't know who's in charge yeah. here. So we just, it was a lot of us just running around asking different people for questions. And then we finally found the person who was in charge. And once we got that and we got our questions answered, like how to hook up stuff and, like, get everything that we needed, and we got all that figured out, I was able to finally relax. Yeah. I feel like I was like, I just need... Who was in charge? And he's the person who's in charge to just tell me what to do. And, like, I just need to find 
like once I had these answers, I know that I will calm down because I need to make sure that I'm doing my job first and right. then I can relax and have fun and, you know, right. chill out. Um, the only qualm was that um, the food sucked. Oh, that's <laughs> frustrating. Got, I got a turkey sandwich, which we all know. Which I don't, you don't do deli meat sandwiches. I so I am. That's all they had was turkey or ham. Oh, and well, turkey it is because we don't do ham. Yeah, I don't eat pork <laughs> and I don't like deli meats. And I was like, cool, so I'm not going to eat the sandwich. Um, and then it came with an apple and a bag. Not even like a bag of chips. And I was like, and a <laughs> bag of Cheetos and a cookie. Okay. Okay, so you had an apple, Cheetos, and cookies. I had <laughs> Cheetos and cookie. I was not about to eat an apple and then get my lipstick all over <laughs> my face. They didn't think that one through very no, good, did they? So I was like, I know. I was like, if I had a knife to like have apple slices... Yeah, and it was a Granny yeah. Smith apple, which is my favorite. But mm-hmm. I knew the second I, my coworker, she started buying the apple, and it, her lipstick was getting on her chin. And I was like, "That's exactly what's going to happen mm-hmm. to me. I'm not doing that." No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. I had Cheetos and a cookie, and honestly, I was fine for a bit. But as soon as I got home, I was ravishing. It was also like ravenous monsooning outside. I think I saw a video. I think it was Carly Pierce was leaving and she was like walking through like puddles of water. <laughs> the red carpet was soaked <gasps> by time. Like oh, so no. they had rolled up half of it. Um, cause so as I was leaving, I thought at first how I was going to get back to my car was going to be like through the rain. The rain was like sideways, by the way. Um, <laughs> luckily, luckily you on. went to school at the beach where but like torrential downpour. I had an umbrella when I was there. I did not have an umbrella that night. Oh no. How did you no. stay dry? So when I got there. It wasn't. It wasn't raining. Oh. No. Okay, good. It was just it leaving. It wasn't raining. It was leaving. He was leaving. Um, so I was like, people were getting like trash bags and like putting it on like a poncho, but then I couldn't find any to do that with. And so I was like, it's okay. I can just get this dress dry clean. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But my feet were going to be soaked like in these heels. I just t- I did you just take them off? Cause I probably would have. So no, I didn't. So, cause I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not walking through downtown Los I know, Angeles. I know. I was going to say, I would just <laughs> do it and then go like immediately wash my feet. <laughs> Downtown Los Angeles is the most you disgusting place I in the am world. Not I am stepping I, in urine. I, no, no, straight up no. Uh, oh, and I love so it. I at first I thought I was going to do that, but then I found like other people who were trying to go to the same parking deck that I was going to, and I was like, I'm just going to follow you guys. And so we were able to cut through the whole crypto arena to the red carpet, and then they had rolled up half of the carpet already. It was so there was puddles, puddles yeah. coming through underneath the tent, and then I saw, and then we had to walk on the little bit of the red carpet, and it was just like squishy, squishy. Oh, gross! They're they're, they're they're like we have to get a new red carpet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ugh. um, and then like I mean, we dashed across the street, and. Yeah, and then driving home, I was going like 15 miles an hour. I can imagine, I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. That's I was like, wild. I can drive through rain. I, I can drive through rain. Oh, yeah. I lived I lived in hurricane yeah. you know, territory. Um, it's other people in Los Angeles that don't know how to drive through rain. That's typically um, the problem. Like same here, like when it snows, which it hasn't in like years, but uh, when it snows here, like people, like I can drive through snow because I went to school in the mountains, but... It's the other people that don't know what the hell they're doing that, like, cause people to have accidents. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, it's people who are not paying attention and they they drive through, like, the deep-ass puddles, like, at full speed, and then they spin out. And I'm like, well, you're the reason I'm going to get in a wreck. I know not to do that. I know to literally drive on the other side of the road if I have to, to avoid the puddles. But, um, yeah, so I finally got home in one piece. I, like, called my mom and, like, I had her on the phone. The whole time, I was like, "Don't talk to me. Just stay on the phone. Don't talk. Just stay, just in case. Okay, I need someone to know what's going <laughs> if you on. You hear me screaming. You know, I'm hydroplaning. Oh my god! But um, no, I mean, I was there. Man. I don't think people realize how long the Grammys are. You were there for. I got there at 11 a.m. And the the show airs at 5 p.m. The whole there's a whole mm-hmm. they give out every award that day but there's a whole like from 12 30 to 4 is the untelevised version you can watch it on their website but 
it is the pre-telecast, and it's when they give out a majority, like, all the awards. I think the actual show only gives out, like, 10 awards, and they're all usually right. in the pop category or, like, best, like, overall, like, R&B album. Like, I think that's what SZA won and something like that. And then it's mainly performances. That's what you – it's what they're doing. And so yeah. – um, yeah, and there was a ton that gave out. Like, he gave out Jack's Producer of the Year award. So I got to see Jack Antonoff again. And then did he did, come into the press room? Yeah, he did. He cool. came into the press room and talked about how someone asked him, How do you feel that uh, UMG basically removed like all your music off of TikTok? And what he a good was question. like, He was pissed because he was like, They didn't give us a heads up ahead of time. Like, they, you, you pressure artists to get on this app and to, you know, spread mu- awareness about your music. And then you go and pull us off of it. Like, you, and you don't even tell us ahead of time. Like, we should have. Yeah, all. that's not, that's not cool. And also, like, it's, it, like, I know TikTok is not the only, like, platform where you can promote your stuff, but it is one of the biggest music platforms right now. Mm-hmm. And so, so many, like, we would not know about so many of these artists well, t- had so, they not gone viral. And I, I think one of them being uh, Tyla. She won uh, for Afrobeats and her song Water uh, oh, won. Yes, yes. And I think that, that song blew up on TikTok. And I think about that, that mm-hmm. had led to her Grammy. I also think about Victoria Monet. I mean, Victoria Monet has been in the industry for years and then she won Best right. New Artist, but a lot of people don't know her. I mean, All My Mama, I feel like, blew up on TikTok. And I already knew that song. And, you know, she's worked with Ari for years. So a lot of people also knew her for right. Ariana Grande's work. So, yeah, but I think that But TikTok, it really has. Like, it really has helped artists. Like, it's helped her. I mean, so it helped Noah Khan also, I think, I was getting say, nominated. I don't think... I was going to say, I don't know if Noah Khan would have blown up as much without TikTok support. So it's just interesting. I know, I know there's a lot, you know, there's two sides to every story. So it's, it's, it's really unclear, like why other than poor compensation, but so I don't know. Hopefully they'll come to an agreement though, because, or not. And then, then all the indie artists can have a chance. Yeah. Like, (laughs) do you feel like for you as an indie artist that it gives you like a higher chance? Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I feel like. If people, I don't know, I don't, I feel like people are taking it as like opportunity to do like funny stuff, like use stupid sounds to (laughs) make dances to or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I'm sure that it will help. uh, It will help a little bit, but you know, it's kind of hit or miss with whether or not. Totally. Yeah. Because there's so many like original sounds of other people's songs too, like not from like Taylor Swift, but from other people that have uploaded things that are still on there so the sped up version you know yeah, uh, yeah sped up sped up version yeah yeah totally but, totally yeah no and then you don't realize how many people are underneath also universal with that as well too well i was gonna say like even people that like just got signed under like very 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 small people who are under the umbrella of yeah, UMG. I mean, so UM, these UMG really small owns, artists yeah. umg owns interscope which exactly. a lot of your favorite artists are under Interscope. Um, yep. Like Olivia is, Selena is. I l- also love working with Interscope people. Like yeah. as somebody who works in the music industry, Interscope Records is like one of my favorite labels to work with. Um, right. And so these smaller artists that are like, yes, finally, like I get to release music under this smaller like label. And then it's like, boom, they take everything off mm-hmm. and they're not Republic. even able to promote. Like, And especially the people that are releasing music this year, like they can't promote it. I mean, they can promote yeah. like sped up versions or them singing it but like it's mm-hmm. still it's still not them yeah. actually getting to promote it which sucks so. I mean, and trying to get on the spotify like discover weekly and stuff is so hard um and like that's why i say pop. radio is supreme you're like radio is coming back radio is coming back because like honestly like half of spotify's like top charts were songs that went viral on tiktok yeah like for almost the entirety of the past like three years so i don't think it's gonna last in my personal opinion i don't see I don't how think it so last. either i think they'll come to an agreement and you know, it'll it'll be it'll probably be out by the time Taylor's album comes out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that's you. She's under. She's technically under UMG still. Like she yep. owns like all her records and her masters and everything. But right, but um, she's still she's still under there. So. Yeah, and there's Man. she has a special deal with UMG. But no, it's Speaking interesting. Speaking of TS11, I would just Dude, like I to was comment. backstage when she fucking announced that shit. Okay, like you were backstage, I wasn't watching it live because we don't have cable. So <laughs> you were like, "OMG!" And I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> and you said it, and I literally had just seen a TikTok. I literally fell to the floor in the bedroom, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Blaine was in I bed co- next to me. I stayed. I remained on the floor for fifteen minutes. And I stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> 
literally, I stayed there, dust collected. <laughs> literally, I was like, Blaine was like, are you going to come to bed? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I could not type fast enough when I was trying to text. Like, I texted you, I texted Sarah, and Sarah was watching it. She's my friend. She's the one I went to the Aero store with, and she... Right. Um, she was like, like, my broadcast is 10 minutes behind. What's happening? What is going on? What is going on? I and luckily there was, was another like, Swifty sitting behind me in the press room. And like, we just turned to each other and we're like, what? Like, I was, I was like, if she wins, I think she's going to do something because of all of the like little things that have also happened. Her 13th but I was win. hard. I was hardcore reputation TV. I was like, it's coming, it's coming. And then. And then she said, the Tortured Poets Department. And I was like, also, that is a really long-ass title, Taylor. Yeah, we're so used to one-word <laughs> titles. Everyone's Everyone keeps calling it the Dead Poets Because that's what it is. Like, bitch, you just watched the Dead Poets Society, and you took that. But also, apparently, Joe Alwyn's um, yes. group chat with Paul Mescal is the, and someone else, is the Tortured Man something. Something. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh Joe Alwyn, it's, it, you still have time to go into the witness protection program. <laughs> I think this is going to be, I think this is going to break our hearts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hope it's similar to like an ever more folklore vibe or this is the Woodvale, totally this is done. the Woodvale album. <laughs> this is Woodvale. This is what we wanted. <laughs> This is what everyone was trying to, man, I was just, I, I literally, literally my mouth dropped and I fell to the floor for, and I stayed there for 15 minutes because I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I trust me. I was texting my work. I was like, cause I honestly think the screen, I, cause I'm, I'm watching it in live time. Like I he, can see it on the screen in front of me backstage, but I'm also hearing it cause I'm like literally right yes. behind the stage. So I can right. hear everything happening. And so I think what was being televised was maybe like on a little bit of a delay. And because mm. I texted my coworkers and I said, TS11. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Wild. It was wild. I was like. And then she said that, you know, if she didn't win, she was going to announce it in Tokyo. I would. That would have been so chaotic because that was those shows were overnight. So we would have woken up to a brand new we album. Woken up. Yes. Yeah. That would have been straight up chaos. Yeah. But and so I was really hoping she was gonna come back into the press room after that because yeah, yeah. I was like, this is a perfect time, like it's a brand new album, but she She's like, I gotta go upload the cover art. <laughs> I I pre ordered well, the like, vinyl and I'm hoping it doesn't get lost. <laughs> I now genius, have PTSD. <laughs> I know, God. Boy Genius came backstage after the show. Boy Genius and Billie Eilish came backstage to the press room after the show ended. And I'm so like sorry, came, you were in the same room as Billy. Yeah, Billy and Phineas, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So sweet. Um, Love. The nicest people ever. And I was just, they didn't allow that many questions, but they were very, very nice. They talked about, they really, really wanted to just talk about mainly working with Barbie. My question for them was, this is your second Grammy that you've won for a song that was in a film. Like, do you guys have any interest in actually scoring like a whole film one day? And I didn't get to ask that, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, w- that would have been my question. I had amazing questions. Lainey Wilson also came backstage, and I had a question for her as well. Uh, I was very shocked that Lainey Wilson won for Country Album. I was too. I really she was up against Kel- Kelsey Ballerini, right? Yes, and I really I, wanted Kelsey to win. I, I really wanted Kelsey to win. I did too. I love Kelsey. We were talking because I wanted to meet Kelsey. Well, and we were talking like I feel I feel like that's kind of the vibe I want to go for with my music is like more like Kelsey Ballerini, Casey Musgraves. Also excited mm-hmm. for their music and Maggie Rogers. I felt like, so, I felt so bad that Casey Musgraves announced her album two hours before Taylor Swift. I know, but it's okay. It's okay. They're not on the same day, so it'll be fine. Not and they're, they're not, not the same, same categories. She was there though. That's Casey really was there cool. though. I did not get to see Casey though. Um, but yeah, I was I, surprised that Lainey won me. just because she, she is, I mean, she's been doing music for a very long time. So I do think it was well-deserved. She looked amazing. She's stunning. I got to see, I've seen, we've worked with, my company's worked with her many, many times. Literally the week prior to the Grammys, she did a private concert um, in Nashville with our company for like exclusive oh, yes, winners. Yes, yes, I saw that. 
And so we have a really good relationship with her and we've worked with her many times and I just never seen her in person. When she got there, she, I could tell that she had just got her hair done and everything. Mm-hmm. I think she was wearing Scaparelli. I could be completely wrong. It looked, her blazer and outfit looked like Scaparelli designs, which I know is what Taylor was wearing with Scaparelli. Mm-hmm. And that is my favorite designer right now. I love what Daniel Roseberry is doing with that entire line. But I, I her hair looked perfect. It was like totally perfect blonde, looked fluffy. I loved the outfit. Like I was just like, wow, why is no one talking about how stunning Mm -hmm. this woman is? And I think it's because she's in country and people just pigeonhole her to something, especially with that accent that she has. But I was like, this is a gorgeous woman. We need to be talking about that more. Like, like she is just stunning. So I, I mean, that was one thing I thought was really cool. Um, I think the cutest thing that I saw was when Boy Genius came backstage. They're so much smaller than than I thought they were. I know Lucy Mm -hmm. is the tall one, and she looks like normal height, but Phoebe and Julianne are just so teeny tiny. Tiny, especially Julianne. She's like the, she's the little one. (laughs) But I love their like matching outfits. And so in the pre-telecast, they like swept the rock category and i was they like, beat fucking foo fighters and metallica like wow. that was amazing for me and they they went to the pre-telecast version which was so the grammys happened in the crypto arena mm-hmm. the peacock theaters next door and that's where the pre-grammy show was happening at and that you should look up on TikTok a video of them like running and skipping to the stage cheering after oh, they won it was so, so cute sweet. And so they won, like, Best Rock Song, and then they went backstage, came back, and then they were like, Boy Genius, Best Rock Album. And then they, like, ran back out stage and were, like, dancing and, like, spinning. It was the cutest thing. And then Phoebe came backstage and was just shitting on the CEO of the Grammys. And, like, because he has, like, he, like, said some really, like, sexist things about women in music. And so she was just like, fuck you. Yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So she had all rights to do that and everything, but I was just like, I I love them. And I, I, I hate that this is the end of Boy Genius. I, I am really sad about that. There was like a little project that they wanted to do. Cause that was that was the I had that question for them. Yeah. Like, what were they gonna do? But Billboard beat me to oh, it. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> but um, you know, like what is your next venture? And they they haven't decided yet, but they they wanted to do this at that's one like little experiment. And they accomplished what they wanted to do by winning all these Grammys. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you should keep doing it. <laughs> you just stop. won three Grammys. Don't stop. Obviously, yeah. we don't want you to stop. <laughs> I will be, also be honest, too. The one person I was so excited came backstage. I did not have any questions for them because I know my work would not have cared. But Ludwig, who did the oh. score for Oppenheimer. Yep. <laughs> you were like... I was like, yo, Oppenheimer. (laughs) I was freaking out because if you don't know, like I'm obsessed with Oppenheimer. That's Um, awesome. I've seen it. Like I saw it four times in theaters. Mm -hmm. Like I'd love it. And I was so happy that the guy who wrote the score came backstage. And I was like, I'm trying to frantically think of a question to ask him. And I couldn't think of one. So um, it's okay. It's okay. I also loved Miley Cyrus. Just her. God. (laughs) Everything about her. Every single thing every, that happened. First of all, every outfit she wore. Iconic. thousand percent. The brown she dress, though. looked beautiful. I don't know many people that can pull off a brown sequin dress like that. No. She looked iconic. And then the silver dress that she wore uh, for her performance. Yes. It was giving Tina Turner vibes, she which I know is like her so idol. She was giving so much Tina Turner vibes that night. I loved it. I loved her hair. I loved everything i also and don't I, think i realized that she had never won a grammy before like yeah, i was I, literally like said, yeah oh my gosh what the heck so yeah i was so she, excited her performance I think, was I so funny think that, <laughs> i love her i honestly think that endless summer vacation is the perfect and flowers specifically mm-hmm. is the perfect song for her to have won a grammy for yes. besides the climb i yes. think that that was the climb should have had a Grammy nomination. I'm it sorry. Should have. I but. literally watched the clip, a clip of that whole performance on TikTok last night from the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> like that song should that have had a Grammy. Slaps. But I, I really am speaking of Hannah Montana movie. I really hope that Taylor does a re-recording for the debut yes. album of "You Always Find Your Way Back Home" featuring 
Miley Cyrus. That would be iconic. I think it would be amazing way for her to end the whole re-recordings if she did that. You're onto something with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. But yeah. So, but no, I loved her performance. I immediately, I, I was just thinking everybody was like running to Pilates. I mean, that girl has done Pilates. She's she, vegan and she's done Pilates for 13 she years. She looks awesome. Yeah. And so it reminded me, okay, I need to get back in yeah. the bar <laughs> and like religiously need to be drinking more smoothies because mm-hmm. I grow juices. She is on a vegan yep. diet. She also is now part owner of Dulce Glow Tanner, which is the tanning oh. um, spray tan yeah. she's wearing. Dulce Glow. Elizabeth, I don't know her. Isabel is Elizabeth. I think is her name. I don't know her last name, but Isabel is the owner of Dulce Glow, and she's been tanning celebrities for years. She tans Miley, Selena, Sabrina, the Kardashians. Wow. Uh, and one day I will have her tan me. I want her. I want her tan. But uh, Miley invested so much into her company, and now she's like has a huge share into Dulce Glow. So I know that that was the tan that she was wearing that really highlighted a lot mm-hmm. of her muscles. But she looked immaculate like that was the best revenge performance hey, she looked dress awesome. when everything everything like i was so i as much as i wanted taylor to win a lot of stuff i was so happy miley yeah. did instead because i think miley really deserved a lot of it like that i was more honestly more excited about miley winning and her performance i, I was too winning. just because i love taylor and we all know this but like she's won so many times it was nice to see someone who hasn't and was so, yeah. and she was just so excited. Like when she was like, I just won my first Grammy in yeah. the middle of her performance. I was like, that is so sweet. I know. I was so happy. <laughs> and like, I, I, I've loved Miley yeah. since Hannah Montana. Like I used to be obsessed I with Hannah I Montana. I Miley at one point. I was like, I am, I am. My oh, name yeah, is Hannah. I like I am Miley Cyrus. I am Hannah Montana. What, what, that was my nickname in like <laughs> middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in high school, my friend went to the Hannah Montana Jonas Brothers concert. That's what we we went to it too. Me and so my sister my friend, did. I didn't get to go. Oh my I god, it was go. it, the, it was friend, crazy. It was so crowded. We were stuck in so much traffic. <laughs> my friend had me on the phone almost the whole concert. Stop. <laughs> so I could hear it. My sister almost peed herself in the car because we were we were stuck in that much traffic. Like it was crazy. So I was, yeah, I was, I was really hoping Miley was going to come backstage, but it's totally yeah. fine. I'm fine with it, but no, I was so happy that she won. I was also happy that SZA won too. I, I thought, was so know. excited for SZA. I was, I was like, if Taylor doesn't win, like I hope she does. So because SOS is an amazing album, incredible, like very, very pivotal to the music industry, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, I was really excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was a really overall a really good night, and I also Luke Holmes's performance with Tracy Chapman. It was just, I don't even have words to describe how good it was. He the whole time you're watching it, he's just enamored with Tracy yeah. the entire time. Like he is, you can tell he is looking to her for her guidance, and and, he, and you know this as well. Like he idolized her for years, especially that song. Like that is like one of his favorite songs in the entire world. So to be able to share a stage. With one of your favorite performers, crazy singing your favorite song of that performer's, like it's just it is yeah. iconic. It would be the same as like if I ever became a musician and I got to sing on stage with Shania Twain. Yeah, like I'd be like, like how Harry was when he yeah. <laughs> when he performed with Shania. It's I'd like be freaking I the fuck out. Even, like I don't even know the words. I forgot. <laughs> like you're like oh my god. And I love I love Tracy Chapman's version of Vascar. Like oh, I love yeah. her the original version. That has been one of my favorite songs for decades. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to hear her sing it again live because she never performs live. Also, that girl looked amazing for her age. Yeah, <laughs> she looked flawless so that was yeah, yeah I, was, I was not expecting i don't know why i wasn't expecting that performance but i was just like oh my gosh well there had been inklings especially on my side of the industry there had been inklings that it was going to happen mm-hmm. like but there had not been any confirmation same with miley miley technically no one knew miley was going to perform until last minute That's cool. and that was because she wanted the freedom to feel like if this wasn't the vibe she'd get back out and not be helped okay. to any like repercussions yeah. uh and so she came in apparently did the rehearsal and someone, I don't know if it was, I don't know who on her team told her that it was amazing. And she was like, yeah, I think I'll do this. And it, and they just loved that she wanted 
she wanted the freedom to be feel like if this she wasn't ready to do yeah. it, that she wasn't going to be like ha- have like any like hard feelings or repercussions to her right. decision, and that is that is power, mm-hmm. I think. And so yeah, I was really happy that she decided to do it, and um, I love how Taylor <laughs> supported everyone's performance, like. I I really yeah that I really girl is that. always giving everybody a standing ovation and, and like you yeah. can just tell how how much she genuinely loves music like it's just mm-hmm. it was it was refreshing to see and she always does that yeah. so scissors scissors little hi Taylor literally me I'm like hi Taylor hi Taylor because she was like right there you. like front row so yeah man yeah what a yeah. fun I would be doing the same thing like, hi. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it was, she, Taylor was, I think, a little too drunk that night, though I will say oh. that, just from, like, how she was acting, like, the clips, if you cut to mm-hmm. Jack Antonoff, like, when she was, like, toying with him, I was like, Taylor, someone please take the vodka <laughs> away from Taylor, because I think she's having too much I fun. I wonder if she was nervous, <laughs> like, I wonder if some of that was nerves. I think a lot, it probably was. I'm gonna be completely honest, though, real quick, I hated the hair her hair yeah yes it didn't did not go that is a scaparelli gown first of all and i wish that the jewel if you you can go on dana roseberry's instagram and see the sketch she had for the outfit for taylor and it had Mm -hmm. it comes with the gloves that's fine but it's like these more old Hollywood like neck pearl necklace and like these big silver earrings that I think would have paired better with like her look instead of like the layered necklaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think like something like the hair I had, or yeah, because uh, it was to, it was like a ponytail to the side, right? Something like that. It was like, like that. messy hair. It looked like I'm gonna be mean. I'm gonna be mean real That's quick. Okay. It looked like air dried hair that she just pushed over to the side and had one braid that looked like some girl in the back of my geometry class would have done to my hair when she was bored. I wonder, yeah. That was the vibe. I, I wasn't digging was it. I'm not like a huge fan of that like side No, look. it just didn't match the gown. No. That is a gorgeous well, gown. I would have rather like seen more of the neckline versus like hiding half of it with hair. Exactly. And, that, and, and hiding it with the necklaces. Right, right. Yeah. I think having it put, like I loved how my hair was done oh, because it hair, was out it of my face. so good. I was like, I want to wear my hair like that at some point. <laughs> Literally, I found it on Pinterest. I literally just all all she did was take take, those front pieces and keep them. She tied them to the back, like in a little ponytail, Mm -hmm. clear holder, then bobby pinned them then, and then put gel and hairspray on the top of my head. And then on the back part, she just curled, like did little soft Mm -hmm. waves to give like a whole Hollywood look. But I loved that the entire time, because I don't like my hair up most of the time. It was out of your face. Um, It was out of my face, and I didn't have to worry Mm -hmm. about it, and it stayed in place the Mm -hmm. whole time, and I was like... I love mm-hmm. this. Um, and I felt put together the entire time. One thing that also is my captivation yes. uh, for this episode, the thing that also helped me feel put together was the one size on till dawn mattifying waterproof setting mm. spray. This shit. I looked in the mirror. I, was, I told you, I got my makeup done at like yeah. 9 a.m. I looked in the mirror around 5 p.m. before the show started. My makeup was still on my face, still looked perfect. Okay, you're going to have to send me the link to that like, because I need that. And I have mm-hmm. oily ass skin. And I looked, I was like, oh, I like brought my purse. I was like, I need to touch up. I and then I was like, touch up. There's, there's no place I need to touch up. Normally, I'm an oil slick by this point. What? In, what? That's crazy. <laughs> so I was, that, this is immaculate. Everybody go buy it. And then another thing I'm going to recommend because I have two this week. Um, is the Stila Calligraphy Lip Stain. This was also, this with a gloss mm-hmm. was what was on my lips. And I got the shade Michelle. This is the best lip stain I ever used. No one talks about Stila anymore. And like, rightfully so, I don't know many, I don't know many products myself yeah. that Stila's coming out with. But I, it is like a little pen Ooh. shape. I'm showing Hannah, but it looks like a little yeah. like calligraphy pen. And you get like the perfect, it's like so thin. So you get a, a perfect yeah. line. But this baby is one of the best lip stains I've ever used because it actually. Do you have to take it off after or you just for a on? long time? So I, I left, I put it on. And then I think like after about five minutes, I took a tissue and just dabbed, just dabbed it, it to off. make sure it was dye, yeah. like dry. And like it actually did like stain my lips. Um, and. 
the, and much not much came off, just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I put a lip gloss on top of that. That's awesome. And yeah. it was just really easy. I, I touched up maybe like a little bit, like after I ate. Yeah. Um, because it it was still on there, but it had just fade. The color just faded a mm-hmm. lot. So I just touched it up a little bit before the show and it looked great. So nice. those two things, if you want like long wear use of your makeup, one size mattifying. Until Dawn Waterproof Setting Spray, and then the Stila Calligraphy Lip Stain. Those are the two things I would recommend, hands down, save my ass at the Grammys. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, I mean, that that was that was a fun night. I'm trying to think if there's anything more iconic that happened. Um, I will say the only other thing that happened that night that I was really excited about was also Victoria Monet winning mm-hmm. Best New Artist. That I swear, being in the press room for that was so cool because she did not come backstage, but when they announced Best New Artist and she won, that was the only time I think everybody in the press room literally screamed. Was like so they excited. They were so happy. Yeah. And I was like, I I knew her music. I knew All My Mama and I knew I had heard a couple of her songs. And I knew her that she was in Monopoly right. with Ariana yes. Grande. But yeah, I mean, everybody in there was so happy. And then her speech about, you know, how about she almost gave up on her career and that you know how cool it was to be winning this award at 35 and as a mom and she brought her daughter with her and was in a little matching dress i was like that's so comforting too like as someone who's gonna turn 30 next month and like is still Mm -hmm. trying to break into the industry like and and i think that's why i like sarah barella so much too is that like she didn't they didn't you know reach that level of fame at the early Mm -hmm. age of like 18 so it's just encouraging mm-hmm. to see Jelly Roll too. I mean, he won and Jelly Roll, won, like, like new entertainer so or something. I was gonna say, I feel like this year alone and previous years and past, but there's just been so much, so much more room for. I don't want to say older because they're not, but like older musicians not, who like, are not twenty year olds, not yeah. right, not like in your teens when you like get famous and then it follows you throughout your entire life. Like it, it's, it is really refreshing. Um, that people are willing to listen to more people. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Jelly Roll. He I won like a CMA's like new inter- like best new entertainer or something like the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, he is also like so motivational. He was just happy. He was another person like Taylor, just happy to just be happy there for everyone. Just happy to be there. Like, and we yeah. worked with him so much at my job. He is a sweetheart, but. Um, but no, yeah, uh, I think it was. Really I also did not know that you could apply to be a seat filler. So, oh yeah, one of my friends did that. She, but so, she, she, I don't think she, she wasn't there, but she did I'm apply. Like, that might be something that I do in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my friends did that. Uh, I was hoping she was going to get it, but she did it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was at the crypto arena. That place is fucking huge, so yeah, they have yeah. to fill everything out. Yeah, but yeah. No, it was a really cool night, but. Also, besides Miley's arms, I also want Victoria Monet's arms because she was ripped. I know Mm -hmm. that just from seeing that picture of her holding her Grammys was really cool. But that's so fun. Yeah, it was a great night. It was really cool. You also got to see Gals on the Go live. I did. I went to the Gals on the Go podcast live show in Charlotte at the Fillmore with one of my friends, (laughs) and it was just so much fun. I really didn't know what to expect. I've never been to a podcast live show, Um, but Brooke Michio and Danielle Carolyn are freaking hilarious. Um, I mean, it was it was just so funny. They're hoot, um, and their moms were there, which was really cool. So they were so cute, like peaceful mm-hmm. Michelle and Adina were like standing up. Her name's not peaceful Michelle. That's what everybody calls her. Her name's Michelle. Oh, and they were like standing up and like <laughs> waving at everyone and like taking photos, and um, it was just really fun. The Fillmore is a really cool space too. Um, and that place was packed, and they had some bomb drinks. Um, so we had a really good time and, um, they did little segments, which were like super interactive with the audience. Like you didn't have to listen to the podcast to go, which I thought was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, there were a lot of like, you could tell like boyfriends or husbands that were accompanying some women, which was, which was really cute to see. And everyone wore pink except for me because I don't have pink, but, uh, so that was really cute. (laughs) Um, their outfits were really fun too. So it was a really good time. Um, I could have like I could definitely see you and I doing something like that. Like, I would it love was to so one day, yeah. like it was so chill. It was so fun. Um, like they did some really fun segments, and 
got some people up on the stage, which was really cool. And then they did like a meet and greet afterwards, which by the time we got tickets, that, those were all sold out. And then they went like went out mm-hmm. in Charlotte, which was fun um, to see on their Instagrams. Cute. But but yeah, they were they were really really fun. Um, I think it's cool that we've both seen two. Like I've seen what we uh-huh. said live. And then you've seen Gals on the Go, and those are two podcasts that really inspired us to start our podcast. Right, yeah, which is, which is yeah, very encouraging, very fun, um, mm-hmm. and really weird to, like, see them in person. And they were so much, they were so much more funnier yeah. in person than they are on their, like, YouTube channels, because I watched <laughs> them both on YouTube. And so I was like, oh, my God, Brooke is freaking hilarious. Like, she is so funny. She gives off such Aries energy. Um and we've had Brooke on the show before, and we've she had was Brooke a delight on the show. when we had her. She was so fun, and she like talks with her hands, like she's very like emotive animated. and so animated. Yeah. It was so funny, um, but yeah, it was really cool to see. So, so yeah, that's what we've been up to for sure. Yeah, and you got your album coming along too. I've I heard do. one of your first songs from the uh, album the other day, mm-hmm. and I loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. It was giving Kelsey Ballerini subject to change mm-hmm. kind of vibes. Uh, very Ingrid Andrus also a oh, little yeah. bit. So I love yeah. Ingrid. I always or forget. You know, like I always forget about her, but I love her like, stuff. Do you do you feel like that that's the vibe you're going to go with the whole album? Or? So I don't know. Yes and no because there's definitely one song that I have on there that like doesn't really fit that genre. Like it's very. Uh, I don't even know how to describe what genre it is, but the rest of them are like very similar in the like singer songwriter, maybe even like leaning more towards the like pop country. And I hate, like, I don't want to be put myself in a genre, but I'm also okay with being in that genre because I feel like my voice fits very well with those musicians. I feel like, yeah. And especially for like starting and out, starting so out. Easier. Yeah. I definitely feel like, um, and I'm from the South, so it makes makes sense. Uh, and I, I think it's funny because I've I've always not I love country music, um, but I've always said I don't want to be like known as the country artist. Like I just want to do something different. But I also don't feel like I'm necessarily like the Ariana Grandes of the world either. So I do feel like I am more in that like singer songwriter Kelsey Ballerini Ingrid like those kind mm-hmm. of vibes, which I would classify more as that like pop country um where it kind of teeters the line zach bryan i wanted to classify him as folk like country folk but because i don't feel like he is like when you think of country music like you think of like alan jackson like keith urban uh kenny chesney like that's what i think of when i think of country music like the deep Mm-hmm. accents but then the the problem with pop country is it has like a negative vibe or a negative i mm-hmm. guess connotation in country music because mm-hmm. it is teetering mm-hmm. on that line and so a lot of the people that mm-hmm. are hardcore country fans don't like pop country which i'm never going to mm-hmm. be able to appease everyone and so i've just decided that that's just mm-hmm. not no, my vibe no. um but even like Maren Morris, like I feel like she, and I know she's removed herself from country music, but she does, she did teeter that line of like more on the pop side as her like later albums came out, which is what Taylor did too. Taylor started mm-hmm. in country and then is now in the pop industry. So I definitely don't feel like I will, I don't feel pigeon held to any genre because I feel like that's what make, I, I feel like I want to find the fan base that likes me for me. And is going to grow with me depending on whichever genre I decide to land in. Um, so, but yeah, I think I would classify Zach Bryan as like country folk or folk country. Um, like Willie. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and my captivation, I didn't even say, uh, is the Sunday Riley CEO vitamin C brightening serum. It is incredibly expensive, so but it is wonderful. But I'm so proud. Aren't I'm so you? Proud. Aren't you I'm so, so proud of me? I'm like so I, I got like a little sample, like a little sample mini of it. You got the mini version um, of it. Just to yeah. try it out, just to see how my skin would react to it. Because sometimes like I have very sensitive skin. So sometimes products will like trigger like breakouts i could i could have told you that oh sunday rather would have been perfect it's for so you good. it's a match made in heaven it's for really you good. for when it comes to, when it comes to sensitive skin in my opinion sunday riley is a match made in heaven but yeah i really like it um i can tell a difference in my skin like i definitely feel i feel like i just look overall a little bit glowier and i don't feel as dry like mm-hmm. my skin has not felt yeah. dry so yeah 
when I first really got into skincare, especially high-end skincare, Sunday Riley was the first brand that I really exposed myself to and tried out. And I still level, I still use her Mm -hmm. Luna oil as like, um, for my retinol. And then I use her good jeans. I, my skin is addicted to that good jeans stuff. Like it loves. What is that? Is that like a. Exfoliating, um, serum at night that you can use. It's lactic acid base, which is Mm. what sensitive skin is like. Uh, a lot of time, a lot of your exfoliating serums are going to be glycolic acid based. Mm-hmm. And sometimes glycolic acid, especially if you're starting out with an exfoliating serum, might be too harsh. And lactic acid is really good for sensitive skin because mm. it's still exfoliating, but it's not as harsh. And I, my skin Love loved it. it for a long time, but it's to the point now where I need something stronger something. Yeah, because it's gotten so used to it. Yeah. Uh, but when starting out, good jeans, it is, oh loved it adore it i love the ceramic slip cleanser as well too that's amazing cleanser um luna uh the juno face oil is also really nice too yeah she is chef's kiss Mm -hmm. one of my favorite one of my favorite brands and i love sunday herself as a um the owner she is really great at explaining how the products work i like that and i I watched a lot of her video whenever I worked at Sephora. I watched a lot of her videos of how she explained it, and it made it easier for me to explain it to clients mm. whenever they came in the store. So yeah, it's nice to know like kind of the like why behind it and how to use it appropriately and all of those things. Because I feel like sometimes you just buy stuff and you're just like, oh, just gonna put it on. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't really know like what its purpose is. So that's a, that's really nice. But but yeah, that yeah. that was and there's no survival tip. No. Um, if you're driving in the rain, I guess <laughs> go slow. Go slow. Put your, hazard, put your hazards on if you don't know what you're doing so we can go around you. <laughs> I found out how my fog lights worked on my car. <laughs> Learn so, something new with a monsoon. I got to use I got to use the my rear view window um, windshield wiper for the first time like in ages. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gents. <laughs> so that is my survival tip. Um yeah, I, and I think a lot of people, they've also asked me, like, how do you get into the Grammys? I am so sorry. I cannot give you any advice mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. um, because my boss is the reason I got it. Right, right, so, right. You were there for um, work first. <laughs> yes. So I'm so sorry that I cannot be a more help right. in that area. I'm Apply just saying to be that a now sil- seat filler. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying that now just in case because I know that when I posted on TikTok that I was going to the Grammys, I had people Mm -hmm. asking me there. And so I just want to let the gals know that, like, I wish I had better advice for you, but I am still a beginner and still new at all of this myself. So I I don't have a lot of answers for you, unfortunately. Um, If someone like me can get there one day, then it's very possible that someone else like you can probably get there one day. So yes, have faith. Yes. That is that is my tip for you is to have faith. Okay. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.